0: Joining us. This is Toasted Lavender, a podcast about all things queer. My name is Alex. Pronouns are she, her. I'm joined by my co-hosts.
1: Kai, he, him.
2: Lisa, she, her. Lindsay, she, her. Today is a very special episode.
0: Because we're we're talking about a queer icon, I'm just going to say, I'm not a woman, I'm not a man, I'm something that you'll never understand.
1: If That ain't the Amen. way. There it is.
0: <laughs> We're talking about Prince
2: today. I always have a lot yeah, to say about Prince. Are those Prince. really the lyrics? Yeah, those are the lyrics. But then there's also, I'm and not I would your die lover, for you, I'm not your friend. Or am,
1: am yeah. I just Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: It's yeah, you're yeah. you're
1: thinking of a different uh, verse, but you're right in yes. that okay. same section. Yes. Yes. yes, you're right on. You're All right, right on.
0: Alright. Yes. Are you ready to hear about the life and art of Prince? Am yes, I, that's I a
2: ever? Great teaser, but we also have to talk about the
0: Okay, I guess we can talk about the beer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, God damn it, beer! Sweet. Okay, this we're, is how it goes.
0: We're sharing a very special beer. It is for special. this very special episode. It's called Southern Gentleman by Raleigh Farmhouse Ales. they
1: are friends now, so we're cheers. Shout yeah. out. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and call them on into my friend circle. So, right. yes. cheers Raleigh. to them.
0: Um, this one is melon enhanced. Enhanced. It's Does it say that.
2: No. Oh.
0: <laughs> In um, Alex's
2: words, I thought it said In melon. Anne's Anne's. Well, it
0: says Southern Gentleman dash melon. So I assume that they have other Southern varietals. Gentleman. A lot of gentlemen's. Different gentlemen. It's a Chardonnay barrel aged golden sour with local grits on Tuscan cantaloupes. Grit? Oh That's my. That's what it says.
3: God, that is fancy. So
0: we've had. This bottle, um we tried it down at Rally at their brew pub.
2: Yeah, this is how we're gonna talk about Santa Fe in this episode. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, you know, it
0: it we gotta throw it in every time. But we liked it so much that we bought a bottle, even though it was quite expensive.
2: I think it was like four hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, it wow. was
0: cl- it was between ten and four hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what is our occasion? It's the Prince episode. That's it's the Prince episode to drink this beer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. I think that's reason Celebrating. Okay.
0: Prince. I really like this beer. It's like sour and tangy and fruity. I
3: feel like you really get the cantaloupe flavor, which mm-hmm. is nice.
0: You don't get like flavor
2: like cantaloupe very often. What's a Tuscan cantaloupe? It's just a. It's
1: just a cantaloupe. It's grown Apparently. under the Tuscan sun. Okay.
3: <laughs> Kai, I want to know your opinion on. Under the blood red you Tuscan sun. You don't like cantaloupe.
1: Um, I don't Not like cantaloupe. cantaloupe. It's mostly <sighs> cheers, cheers, everybody. Sorry cheers, didn't cheers. Um, I, this is very cantaloupe-y. I will mm-hmm. say that, but I really like it. I feel like sometimes cantaloupe has that like, like it's so sweet that you smell it and it like smells rotten almost because it's mm-hmm. like, do, oh, do yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah, it's it's and to me, like cantaloupe is always overripe. Like it always just smells like that weird funk. Okay. Interesting. And also there's the thing associated with it. Oh wow. I'm going off on a tangent about cantaloupe. I'm gonna just wrap this I feel up like real Lisa quick.
0: Started this. I'm so sorry. But what there's a thing about about very strong. Yeah, about like cantaloupe. in the
1: restaurant industry, it's like a ver- it's like a hazard food. If you like take your food handler's permit test and all that, like cantaloupe is one of the most hazard foods for like Harboring bacteria hmm. and like.
0: Do you know the reason why? I don't. It's because people don't wash the outside of their melons. Okay. And then you cut into it. We can talk about melons. <laughs> we absolutely we can, we can talk, talk about, about washing melons. the outside of our melons. But you don't think about <laughs> washing your melons, right? Right. Right. And then and then the you cut into it, and the knife brings the bacteria in it, and you're never gonna cook it, like. Uh, so the bacteria can just sit on the fruit. Okay. And
1: well, now I know. Wash your melons. Wash people. your melons, everyone. So that being said, PSA. I just went on a giant tangent about melon washing, but <laughs> um, I really Why? like this beer. It's not too It It is very melony, and it's enjoyable. It's not like it doesn't give me that like overripe rotteniness that I get from cantaloupe.
2: Great. I agree with you. 100 percent. i used to hate cantaloupe as well i got over it i don't know why maybe it's i like feel a like i maybe thing. just
1: made a breakthrough with alex just explaining the knife thing to me because i feel like part of my maybe? issue with it is like, You're like it's dirty bacteria. and bacteria
2: i see maybe i feel
1: like well, that's part of it, it might be yeah
2: but yeah. in cut your, your, your own, own control
0: cantaloupe. handle your own melons like mm. that's all i'm saying yeah. Don't Every, get don't get melon your, from a restaurant. Wash your
3: melons Please. Don't expect someone else to wash your melons. Yeah. I think or maybe don't wrong. order camel or their own. when you're out. Yeah, maybe don't eat melons in other people's homes either. Yeah. Stick to your We, own will, melons. we will we will always strict, wash our melons. We have strict melon rules. We can eat forward.
1: melons in this household. Yeah. Okay.
2: Woo.
0: Oh, any other melon puns <laughs> that we want to make? No, but I think I, don't I really am
3: enjoying this.
2: Yeah, we need to read it. Sour. Southern gentleman. Is Prince a Southern gentleman? He's not a Southern gentleman. He's a Middle
0: Northern He's a Yankee.
2: Is he? Well
0: if we're splitting it into Southern and and not
2: Midwestern. Correct.
0: I guess you could say North Midwestern. Like Milwaukee. Minnesota. Minnesota. Minneapolis.
2: Okay. Close. Okay. I think it's really unique and delicious and I would give that four and a quarter. That's right. about where
1: I'm at. It's getting a four from me, but okay. I really like it.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go with a four.
1: So, I mean, I we're, so we're, we're going whatever with the is good in between rating. Four and well, four and we're going with the high rating. Let's we're bump giving it, up. it the
2: 4.25. So 4.25. Good job, Rally. Thanks, Cheers. Rally. Cheers. Thanks once again. So today we're talking about Prince. Prince. Prince.
0: Prince. Prince. Um, I wrote up a few things, so I'll just go ahead and um, read them. Prince Rogers Nelson is his whole name.
2: Rogers. So is it a combination of like his mom and dad's last names?
0: I think that his mom's last name is Rogers. Okay. So it's Prince. Rogers. Rogers is it hyphenated? No. Oh.
3: But his first given name is Prince. Prince. Yes. That's pretty awesome.
2: He's an OG. Prince.
0: He was born on June 7th, 1958, which makes him a Gemini.
2: Of course.
0: <laughs> In Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota. I like Minneapolis. Okay. Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um he is one of nine children that his parents oh, had. Oh, I Whoa. wouldn't have guessed that. And his parents were musicians. His mother was a jazz singer and his father was a pianist and songwriter. They divorced when Prince was 10 years old. Ooh. Formative years. Yeah. During his adolescent years, he had a lot of friction in his family relationships. Can I ask a question? Was mm-hmm. he
2: the youngest of all the children? or I don't think so, no. Okay. He was kind of one of the middle.
0: Okay. So he had problems with his family. And he would switch homes between his mother and stepfather, his father, aunt, friends. And it was mentioned that he initially moved out of his family home at the age of 13, Mm. which is crazy. He eventually... uh, I read two different things. He moved into his neighbor's basement after his father kicked him out at 16. So I think that maybe he left home at 13 and... Bounced around and then went to his dad's and he got kicked out. He was on his high school's junior varsity basketball team.
3: Oh, shirts versus skins. Yes,
0: he he famously loved basketball.
3: Interesting.
1: He's a little a little small guy. He's
0: he's my height. He's five foot two. Well, he he was was five foot two. Good
1: for him. That's awesome.
0: He also played football and baseball as a teenager.
2: I wonder which one he was best at. Probably basketball. He's a little point guard. Yeah. Probably little bugs.
0: That's funny. Yeah. I
1: never would have expected him as a sportsy.
0: Have you ever? You haven't seen the Dave Chappelle skit? I have not. Okay, that's your
2: next round of homework. Um, Unfortunately, Dave Chappelle is a little bit of a controversial. Yeah, just uh, yeah. I don't I don't watch if I if I it for the prince right now. part. Don't watch <laughs> yeah. it. For, like,
1: can I give him views right now? This
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> one
2: specific thing, maybe. He was
0: trained in classical ballet at the Minnesota Dance Theater through the Urban Arts Program of Minneapolis Public Schools. Wow. So it was
2: like a youth program. Yeah. Like a city
3: youth yes. program. So pretty well-rounded as a teenager. Super yes.
0: And that makes a lot of sense when you, like, watch his videos and you see how he moves and, like, dances. and He's a very
1: good dancer. He's and a like, very good dancer, yeah. He's
3: very <laughs> Kind athletic. of crossing the boundary of gender, like Yeah, ballet, but it, yeah. it yeah. seems
0: like there's a lot of, like, Male figures from this time frame that were in ballet also that I think are it's surprising. It was kind of less me. weird. Like that,
2: it was a little trendy. I just think about Patrick Swayze and how he was a ballet dancer.
1: Mm-hmm. And oh, he was interesting!
3: And he
2: was and a hunk. They're probably about close in age.
1: I would say Swayze gotta and be close. I
2: mean Prince? they've both passed away, but yes. Well, I didn't say it for that reason. Oh, okay. I just feel like maybe they're probably closer the
0: same in generation. Age. Yeah. yeah.
2: He Prince was a huge supporter
0: of dancers and ballet in particular, and actually funded the Joffrey Ballet from Chicago in the nineteen nineties. Hmm. And after seeing this specific group perform, I think in the early nineties, he allowed the Joffrey Ballet to use his songs free of charge. Oh, wow! For, for a show called Billboards. So if you know anything about Prince and how he handled his music, that you would know that that's a huge deal. Yeah. It's
1: like next to impossible yes. to get rights, and he from just him. like gave it to oh, these it dancers. Well, it's all, it's still it's his still estate. Is.
2: Yeah, but he's on Spotify now.
1: Yeah, but we it's still super hard to get. Yeah, rights to his. Yeah, he's got it tight. Yeah, even, and it and was even, even tighter from the grave. <laughs> it was. It used to be even tighter. Like I believe it, and I don't blame him. Yeah, like, yeah. Protect yeah. your shit. I don't blame him.
0: Prince was a self-taught musician who released his first album at age nineteen, and it was called oh. "For You."
1: He was 19. nineteen. Yes.
0: Um, this album was described as disco rock pop funk concoction. <gasps> so I had you guys listen to this album. For You was released on April 7th of 1978 and Prince produced, arranged, composed and performed everything. What a All of the songs were written entirely by Prince except for a song called Soft and Wet which was co-written by a producer named Chris Moon.
3: Oh, sorry I'm singing it in my head now. <laughs> how do you how do you just like become a musician at 19 and like
2: that blows my did mind. Have well, his parents were musicians, you said. Yes. Well, so, so
3: maybe some connections to like I don't it think... recorded?
2: Do you think he had, like, instruments when he was young?
3: Or, yes. Like... Okay. Yes, he
2: did.
0: And his parents, like, pushed him to be musical. musical. Yeah. Okay. He became the youngest artist in Warner Brothers history to produce his own album. And he signed a huge deal with Warner Brothers for a three-album contract. Back then, that's a lot of money. Well, it wasn't. It's a lot of money, and it was kind of insane because he was unknown and unproven at the time, and Warner Brothers signed him for a ton he of money. Was
2: known in some way? Was he just? But like still, doing... a brand new artist. He like, was just like sending out his dollar.
1: demo
0: tapes. And oh, just local sending shows okay. and like.
2: That's crazy.
1: So this was like his first deal, and he like got a a huge Big, deal right yes. out the gate.
0: And there, I saw this like web page. I think it had like a newspaper cover on it or like picture and it's him like signing his contract and like shaking some dude's hand or whatever and this it's like baby. warner brothers Annapolis. signs Mini standard Annapolis. young <laughs> it, like youngest guy ever you know like it was a huge deal at the time so all of the vocals and 27 instruments he played on this album whoa Jesus. 27
1: so
3: he's just like a prodigy yes like very much just like good at no matter matter what he does yeah Yeah. he plays
1: every sport
3: (laughs) (laughs) every instrument he's
1: okay all right sorry i'm getting carried (laughs) away i'm getting carried away
0: (laughs) he so he did acoustic uh electric and bass guitar piano synth drums etc um he also arranged the cover art instead of allowing warner brothers to control it
2: sounds like prince
0: yes and this was the first step in creating the quote, Minneapolis sound. Hmm. So there's a whole like genre of music that came out of Minneapolis.
1: And it really does have time. a sound. Like, yeah. It, I, you can totally pick it out.
0: There's a notable distinction about this album in that there are no horns. Oh. And Prince uses a synth and a guitar to create the quote, horn section. And this would set it apart from any other commercial album at the time.
2: Oh, so he, like, pioneered, like, some technique. Yes.
0: And he also was one of the first adopters of this very famous, like, synth. It's like... 808s? Heartbreak? No. I don't know. No.
1: No. Con- <laughs> Kanye it wasn't the Kanye
2: thing.
0: <laughs> but it, there's, like, a very special synthesizer that came out at this time, and it was known as, like, the... Very special
2: Herald synthesizer. Herald number two or whatever, like,
0: yeah. that became very popular because it was so fancy and special okay i have no other information about it that's great that's that. enough
1: information for me.
0: Four you sold approximately two million copies worldwide but yeah. i don't know if that accounts for his post death sales mm. uh it might this is just like in real time but this so was it considered a success
1: at, at, at the like time. at the time when it came out okay okay in
0: 1978 it charted on billboard's Top LPs and Tapes kay. chart at number 163.
1: Okay, so it was sort of. Okay.
0: And I'm just going to say that Billboard has a lot of different charts. And they're yeah. all named
1: really weird shit. Yeah, they do have a shitload of It's
3: hard charts. to piece out what's, like, relevant and what's not. Well, it's
0: so, like, niche where it's, like, Billboard's hot Latin top 40.
1: Like, it's and... very specific. Yeah. And then, kay. yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, I see what you're saying.
0: So, I will also say that "For You" was on Billboard's Top Black Albums Damn. at number 21. They
2: a Black Albums chart? Yes. Okay. Do they still? I don't know. Hmm.
0: But there you go. Um, this says that it wasn't considered a commercial success for Prince, and he did very limited promotion of the album. Because he immediately began assembling a band and working on his next
2: album. Yeah, I mean... Foreshadowing! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you take all of his other successful albums, I'm sure, relatively speaking, yeah, this was, was a building block. Not not it
0: was, and when successful. you listen to... When I come back to this album, it's very, like, funky and, like, jazzy, kind of. And just, like, really low key it doesn't have like that prince electric sound. Sound. electric bassy like yes. consistent
1: yeah. like backbeat
0: it's very 1978 yeah yeah
2: well do you remember how it opens yes the christmas
3: gospel intro woo woo woo. Ha, ha, ha. yeah i
1: yeah.
3: thought it was very reminiscent of the bee gees okay yeah i kept like that's what i wrote down in my notes like there were some disco things yes. that felt influenced, funky. I felt like it wasn't as overtly sexual as I yes. associate Prince with. Like, it was a little more cheesy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was, like, the last track was kind of a glimpse of, like, Prince's later stuff. But, yes, like, the rest of it didn't necessarily sound like Prince to me. Right.
0: The voice sounds like Prince, yes, but the music is definitely like stylistically different than. Is this something basically you to talk else? about right yes.
2: now? Yep. Okay. I just didn't know if we should continue down this. Yes, for I you. I
0: am done talking about for you in my notes. Oh, okay. So,
2: um. Well, I just remember when we were listening to it and the intro I wrote down and I called it a Christmas gospel intro. I it? love yeah. that description. It made me feel like jolly. Yes, it's It it felt very like Christmassy to me. I don't know why. I
0: love listening to this album when we're painting. Oh, okay. I can see that.
3: Just so like, it's like a good vibe
2: working.
0: I'd like you to know we
3: listened to all four of these albums while we were decorating like our Christmas tree and putting Mm. the rest of our Christmas decorations up. It was perfect. And we were drinking and we were dancing with our dogs, (laughs) but I have never heard this album before. Yeah. I don't I had, think I've ever heard any, this album before either. Any of the songs, I didn't recognize a single one. So it was nice. Thanks for the homework. Yeah. Oh I I really oh like oh it. Oh I know oh I mean that it's different. That.
0: Yeah. I know that it's different, but I like how it's like disco and just kind of upbeat. There are some slow songs. The
2: crazy disco one to me is the Just As Long As We're Together yes. song.
1: Yes. I mean, and it's called <laughs> Just As Long As We're Together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazy and it has all these weird little breakdowns. Yes. Of like, I don't know. It,
3: I could see myself roller skating. Oh, <laughs> there's yes, a lot of roller, skating, roller songs. skating songs. I want to go back and listen to it again now that I know he's playing every single instrument. Yes, and he's like, like
1: 19. So that album to me sounded like legit. Like a fifty-fifty cross between George Clinton and Boy George, really? Like I'm right in the middle okay. of those two together. You're and my I was record like, store guy. Okay.
0: Yeah. I am into this. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm I like into
1: it this. A lot. And then it kind of like has that um that cool in the gang album, that '76 Cool in the Gang yep. album, celebration that we just love. We listened. It's shit not called celebration. It. It's great. And some of those 70s disco, yeah. And but some of those like 1970s disco before disco got like popular, like 78 and 79 were like crazy. Midnight Cowboy, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I feel like when it was coming off of the like bluesy funky or like fusioned with the bluesy funky and kind of coming into that disco ness and not being. Not being so stripped away that it's just, like, straight cheese, which is what a lot of the disco yes. becomes. Like, it still has a lot of funky character. compositions and character. And, yeah. yeah. Come Together is the name of it. That cool in the game. Ever. Yeah,
3: Come
0: Together. All right. It sounds like you enjoyed listening to the song. Oh, yeah.
1: I really enjoyed it. And I ha- it's, it's weird. Like, I feel like I'm pretty well versed with Prince, but I listened to mm-hmm. this album a couple times for this episode, and I literally had never heard it before, so...
2: Baby,
0: what are we going? Yeah. Yes. Welcome to
1: Toasted Lavender Podcast. A podcast where we sing. Or try to. (laughs)
0: Sorry. We can't afford the rights to any of these
3: songs, so we're just gonna sing them. We refuse to
2: (laughs) sign up for Spotify's podcast thing,
3: so we can't play any music. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. You can do your own homework and listen to this album and yes come
0: for Yes, Listen to this album. It's like 35 minutes long.
1: It's worth your time. It's
0: a comfortable, quick listen, but it's very fun,
2: and I really like that album. It's Don't you know? Well, well. Sorry, <laughs> these are the things I wrote down. You should, you <laughs> should see how I noted that one. <laughs> but I knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah,
3: he's it's very good sleeve. looking.
0: Yeah, I'm. I, I agree. <laughs>
1: yeah, but yep, yeah. Yep, I agree. <laughs> He I just is, like yeah. that
0: he's blue steel shirtless and like all these album cover
2: arts. Remember how when we went to the ballet, they all had yes,
3: that naked was the, shoulders.
2: <laughs> yes, maybe
0: in the little he, book. Do you think that's why he influenced did that?
3: By maybe. Maybe it's a ballet thing. Oh, Could yeah. Could be a ballet thing. that's
1: gotta be. I was weirded out by their. They were I was like, felt idea. a little awkward about it. And I don't know why. You're like, but I didn't I think I'd look at all these bear shoulders, shoulders today. I know. it was, Like, and you don't. Like, shoulders shoulders suggest are
2: suggestive. They are. Speaking of bear, he's also riding They're a unicorn. back. <gasps> he's
1: riding a unicorn bear back. Yeah, he does oh not have God. pants.
2: He doesn't have pants on either. Is he's only a bird Mm. is that a bird
3: (laughs) oh my god that has got to be some sort of innuendo
2: (laughs) i'm gonna let everyone take a look and decide for themselves
0: okay so now that we're looking at the album artwork i want to talk about prince's next album it's called prince it's the self-titled album released in october of 1979 for you was released april 7th of 78 and this is October 79. So 18 months later. Oh. Again, it was written, arranged, composed, produced and performed entirely by Prince. And it was definitely a more commercially successful album. It got to number 22 on the Billboard 200.
1: Oh, chart. wow. So it really jumped up.
0: Number three on the Billboard R&B chart. Yeah.
2: Was it because I want to be? Your... <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. That um, single, this yeah? was
0: the first hit single on the Billboard Hot 100. It got to number eleven,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: it was number one on Billboard's Hot Black Singles.
2: Again, what the
0: do fuck? We know what if what they, are these? The
3: actual fuck.
0: Yeah, and then I we made, need a distinction. I made a note that said that all the charts sound like niche dating websites.
1: <gasps> <gasps>
0: <actually> I love <laughs> that comment.
1: <laughs> I'm actually curious about that, like. The black charts, like yeah.
2: what does that mean? Was that every single <laughs> genre? Was that I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. Like I see what you're saying, but also like before hip hop was like a big thing. I don't know. Maybe it was a good ca- like maybe it was like a celebrated thing. I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: Well, let me just
1: okay. Keep There's foreshadowing. Okay, all right.
0: Prince went platinum four months after its release is definitely different than his debut album. Um, Maybe, I said maybe well-rounded is a good term about this album. Like, yeah. it's a little bit heavier. The guitar is a little more, like, edgier.
1: Yeah, the like guitar is edgier. Yes, and I'm going to talk Are about this Are you thinking about song. Bambi?
0: Yes. Um, Prince himself said, quote, this one's a lot nastier.
1: Well, it sure it is. is. I
0: agree with that. Sexy yeah.
2: Dance
1: Yeah, yes. I wrote that. That's what down me and Blanche were announcing too last night. Yeah. <laughs> we did a little twirl.
0: Much more guitar heavy. The lyrics and subject matter are a lot more risque. Oh. He apparently determined that For You sounded a little too polished and wanted his second album to feel more raw.
2: I don't know. Okay. Interesting.
1: Interesting.
0: And. So this was in 79 when this came out. Just putting that in your brain.
3: So he was 20.
0: Yeah, 20, 21, maybe. Wow. He performed I Want to Be Your Lover and Why You Want to Treat Me So Bad on American Bandstand, which was Prince's national television debut. Wow.
2: Do you think we could watch that on YouTube?
0: I think so. I think I've watched a clip of it, and he's very—Prince is very strange. Do
2: you look like this?
0: Kind of, yeah. Like— Yes,
2: he looked like that. That's some fluff, But he had a shirt hair. on.
0: Yeah, he had a shirt on. But oh, he had, had to have a shirt on the for TV. Were
1: probably like down to <laughs> yeah. here.
0: But he he was just really shy when he was talking to the host. I think it was Dick Clark, oh, I think. I think. I mm. And he like wouldn't reply to anything, any of the questions
2: that just didn't the answer. host. Yeah, he just would just, like, shake his head and, um, like... No, thank you. Yeah,
0: he didn't... He was very nervous, I can tell. Okay. Personally, I can tell. I, <laughs> I know, I, I know and he I know when he's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> After releasing this, Prince did a 10-city tour with his band, which consisted of a guitarist and two keyboardists. Not the revolution at this time? No, no, no.
3: Um, and they didn't record with him, right? Because this one, he correct. also did all the music.
0: This was just like a touring band that okay. he got together. So they, perform, or they promoted this album between November of 1979 and February of 1980. And shortly after this, they were recruited to open for Rick James
1: oh, on wow. a three-month
0: tour. Dude,
1: I listened to that, we, the Rick James Greatest Hits collection that we got in recently there is some raunchy, ass, like <laughs> <Yeah>. uncomfortable <laughs> shit on there. Like it is bad. <laughs> like straight up underage. Like celebrating yucky it loudly shit. in music. Like really. Wow. Uh oh. But well, anyway,
0: uh-oh. we can cancel Rick James. Well,
1: I don't. I mean, it's obviously it was a great opportunity, and they are kind of in the same like.
2: They were in the same space.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. So.
2: Um, unapologetic about their
0: raunchiness yeah for anyone who's unaware some maybe our younger listeners rick james was one of the biggest motown artists at the time so he was from like the motown
2: Detroit. could you go ahead and, and give us a air, little rick james
1: super thick. Super Freak! She's super
0: you. Freaky! Yo!
2: Oh,
1: that, you guys kind of harmonized. I went low because I knew that you were yeah. going to go, go high. I was going to go high.
0: <laughs> 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 so, this tour that they were rec- recruited to open for, um this was one year before Super Freak was released. Okay. So, pre Super Freak.
1: Which is interesting. Like, he doesn't really have the Motown sound. He definitely right. has a totally like funky off the wall vibe. Did they
3: just sandwich him in that genre? Because he's yeah. a black artist. Well, well, he was
1: signed to the Motown label. That's yeah. what it all that's okay. really and what it comes down like to. He just doesn't have sound. that like temptations vibe, which is yes. what I think of when I think of Motown. Yeah. Very Gordy. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> According to Rick James, he and Prince did not like each other. Oh. Oh, they Jeez. flashed a
2: lot. Rick James was hanging out with underage girls. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and pretend that's what it that's is. That's probably because I want to well, put Prince or
0: in Were they both there.
1: just wanted to be like <laughs> the baddest, sexiest is this, motherfucker? Is this is
2: problematic. <laughs> no, this. <Okay>. Well, <laughs> maybe.
0: He said that he felt as if Prince was copying his moves. What? Uh, It was a dance-off situation.
3: It was kind of a competition?
0: Yes. No
2: way.
3: Yeah. I guess I need to watch more Rick James videos. Did Rick James accuse him of
2: that?
0: Yes. I put this in quotes. Oh, my. In, In an interview with Rolling Stone magazine, Rick James says, quote... I can't believe people are gullible enough to buy Prince's Jive records. Jive? Prince is a mentally disturbed young man. He's out to lunch. You can't take his music seriously.
3: Out oh, oh. to lunch? That okay, is Rick. really like, offensive, especially okay you toured with. Also listen
1: to super freaks music. Yeah.
3: <laughs> out to
2: lunch? Yes. This is if anybody's is what he out said. to lunch, it's yeah. him.
1: While some machine makes super freaks. Is this a tr- is
2: this like a Trump tactic where you accuse the other person of doing what you're doing? Yes, I That's think so. That's what it sounds like.
0: All right, so here, we're going to get uncomfortable. All okay. right,
1: we're ready for it.
0: Well, here's where I make everyone uncomfortable, because I'm going to speak the lyrics to the song Bambi.
1: <gasps> oh.
3: Okay, I'm ready.
0: Um, I'm just going to say that it's a very problematic song. However, it is a banger.
2: Oh it is, it is a banger, unfortunately. It's
0: literally a banger. And it's a song about wanting to have sex with a woman who likes having sex with women.
2: Oh. Yeah.
3: Like a bisexual woman? No. Okay.
2: Oh. Like a lesbian woman? Let me, let me just hit you with these lyrics.
0: I knew from the start that I love you with all my heart. But you were untrue. You had another lover and she looked just like you. Bambi, can't you understand? Bambi, it's better with a man. (gasps) Yes! It's so hard to believe. Maybe it's because you're so young. Or maybe I'm just too naive. Who's to say, maybe you're really having fun?
3: Yeah, you are too naive.
0: Bambi, can't you understand? Bambi, it's better with a man. All your lovers, they look just like you, but they can only do the things that you do. Come on, baby. Take me by the hand. I'm going to show you what it's like to be loved by a man. (sighs) Wait, Bambi, Bambi, I know what you need. Bambi, maybe you need to bleed. Uh, I
2: didn't know. Oh, my. This is it. That's That's bad. It's bad. 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 It's bad. He sounds upset yeah yes. sounds. Yes. Like,
1: she doesn't i understand. don't that's icky it's
0: bad
2: if you just
0: like listen to the music of the song and not the lyrics you'll but know why it's such a good song like but the lyrics are so bad like very uncomfortable
2: but i can't i didn't know those were the li- like the bleed part i had no idea i uh-huh. had no idea that he said that and the way he sings in this song is in uh-huh. a really high register. Like uh-huh. and I know sometimes he does that, but the whole song he's It's like, very like <laughs> He's like clear up here and you can barely tell what yeah. he's saying. And then the song is a banger. Like right. the it's guitar awesome. part is awesome. Like it's a good yes. song and so you're just like jamming and i had
1: and now you're like well, i knew
0: part of it was like it's better with a man yeah i knew that
2: part God, and sure. i'm like whatevs prince but it's
0: worse than you but i yeah. did not it's know bad.
1: that part. it like reminds me of my creepy cousin that i would like bring my girlfriends over and he'd be like you just need to introduce me Ew, to some of your friends no. like just ugh, icky
3: no, I'm not
0: gonna. I to do don't know. Either. This is all.
3: We don't need to go down this road because <laughs> no, we're, we're not there. going down this road. Wanna, I want to jump off this road. And yeah. if you just hear the lyric, it's better with a man. Like, my instinct was like, oh, he's being a little bit gay himself. Like, he's saying it's better with a man sexually with him. Like, that's. Right. Didn't know. That's where my mind went when I was listening to this song. I'm and like, oh, like, he's being oh. a little bit like gender bendy, like a little bit gay.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But it's like Ugh. Bambi like this gal's name is bambi maybe a guy's name is Bambi. no but no Aww. no because it's that's like
2: unfortunate Ugh.
0: all your lovers look like you mm-hmm.
2: she looks like you
0: yeah i think you said uh nikki anyways so great. i just i i knew that i had to just say those words because they're just had bad to get it all out. please don't cancel me in the future because i said the words to this song <laughs> They're teaching us a history lesson right now. So should we cancel Prince? No. No, we shouldn't.
3: (laughs) Did he learn his lesson?
0: Yes, definitely.
3: Are we going to talk about that?
0: Learning his lesson? Yeah. No. I just just feel it in my heart
3: that he
2: learned his lesson. Okay. (laughs) Are there any other Bambi songs we need to talk about Um, on this album? No.
1: Not on this album. (laughs) Not on this album. (laughs) Dirty Mind's a whole other story.
0: (laughs) So the the only thing that I have to say about this album left is that this time period is the beginning of Prince's frustration with Warner Brothers. They were only comparing him to other African-American artists. And his work was predominantly viewed through the lens of R&B and disco genres. And he wanted Warner Brothers to market him more as a mainstream pop artist.
3: I I wrote down with this album, I felt like it sounded more 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like he's definitely like going into the groove of pop music. Yes. And it was like more dancey, more fancy. You get like yeah. that
1: glammy, like loud, very glammy yeah. guitar.
3: Yeah. I can see yeah. him being frustrated by that.
0: And he had to sit down and like explicitly talk about the... Or talk to the AR person, the head of Warner Brothers Artists and Repertoire Division. Quote, don't make me black. That's oh. what he said. Like, he didn't want to be put into this label of, like, these are the black artists and this is the music that...
1: He just wanted to be viewed as a pop artist.
0: Yes. Interesting. Yeah, so that's, that's really all I have for today's
3: little Prince lesson.
0: I... Do you care if I ask you a question? I would love to do a question session.
3: I want our listeners to know your relationship with Prince.
0: Okay. Please talk about your relationship with Prince. Is this
3: an okay time for that question?
0: Yeah. Is there anything else that anyone wants to talk about with this specific album? And then I can talk about that.
2: I want to know if anyone asked him about Bambi ever. Was there ever a time where he like
0: talked about it? it was just known as like the edgy no one confronted so edgy and like
2: okay
1: it wasn't like seems personal like it's that's what i was saying someone
2: really did it to him i guess someone's
3: like you don't want my d yeah yes
2: that yeah i'm offended yeah don't you know
3: what you're missing bambi but i think we've all met dudes who are like oh if I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this dick, if she had know what's me. Up. Yeah.
4: I
2: just don't.
0: I like that we all went him. to the same voice in our Yeah, minds. it's We're that like, voice. Hey, uh.
1: <laughs> that's the voice.
2: I know, but I don't want to think about Prince like that. I don't. But it feels
1: I know. That song is very I'm glad it it up. That's important yeah. to it's, talk about.
2: It's
0: bad, and I we think we can't it's just okay gloss over
1: the icky parts of the musicians. Yeah, yeah. but wait—he was also
2: how old?
1: Nine. He
0: was like twenty-one when this album came out.
2: So it was, he was very probably 20. Couldn't yeah. even drink yet. So he had to channel all of his frustrations into this song. It was probably the first girl who ever turned him down. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what, Bambi? I hope you're out there and I hope you're thriving. Well, you living a really <laughs> nice Having the best life. sex of your life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no matter what Prince says. Bambi would be
0: like 70 years old today. Well,
1: I hope she's having the best sex oh my of God. her life in her 70s. <laughs>
0: Knows. i don't know we're
2: not here to judge
0: yeah i think this is probably like the are only woman are... that turned him down i yeah. would have to assume she had a good reason absolutely <laughs> she, was really she wasn't man. like i don't like your personality <laughs> she's just like i'm not into dudes and he took that very personally yeah
2: Clearly. Uh, and then that's like you know that happens maybe so.
3: he took it even more personality even more personally where he kind of is like a gender bender too like yeah and he's like what's wrong with this me this isn't good enough
2: like i, I don't wear know. high heels
3: yeah i don't wear a shirt most of the time my <laughs> hair looks like a woman's hair <laughs> no,
2: but i hair. also have a mustache who knows <laughs> he has a lot i'm of anyone i'm everyone you want me to be I
0: yeah am <laughs> <laughs> but i when i when i think about these lyrics again it makes me think of something that like a 19 or 20 year old would yes. write out that's yeah. what I'm saying. Just like it's so like super mature. And like, you, it, and you don't have any yeah. life
3: experience yeah. Yeah. at It feels immature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And let's just blame it on immaturity. Yeah. Because I'm just having a hard time coming to grips with that.
0: I I really don't feel like I get this type of vibe from any other song that you I'm aware of. You
2: would know. Yeah. More than me. This is I'll take a unique yucky but you don't know of of him talking about it at any time of no. of anyone like grilling
3: him, on him out. No.
0: The only interviews that he participates in around this time people are asking him if he's gay. That's they a just, big
3: deal in the late 70s. Yes. too. like that's not okay.
0: Yeah. So it they just kind of glance over this like Bambi song and they're like, "Oh, well, well this doesn't maybe fit the <laughs> gay narrative." Yeah, it doesn't fit the narrative because everyone kept like Asking him if he's gay or like, how many close male friends do you hang out with? And he's I'm like, I really? play basketball.
2: Yeah. What well, did you intend to talk about this on this episode, or is this like
0: we? I have a little piece to talk about. um
2: Okay, in we the next jumping episode. The gun? Let's a not little, jump the gun. a little bit, but that's okay. I'm kind of curious. Wasn't Elton John sort of big in this? Yes, same. He was time period,
0: but he was also white, white, white and British piano right. man yeah right like yeah it was very a very specific genre of music and the and people that wasn't were... super
3: out to his audience like everyone in the no, music industry wasn't. knew yeah. he was but he his he was so in the didn't. line he was kind of like but he was line. still
0: wearing like sequins and right. feathers yeah. and shit yeah, right? but
2: so was prince was like
1: I well, feel Prince like 70s fashion nude. was yeah. like Prince you had, could wear whatever the you kinda fuck wanted. You kind of could be gender bendery yeah.
2: in that time. Prince had assless chaps. Yes. My my big hang up though is like the the kisses and the like 80s bands mm-hmm. that were late 70s early 80s where everybody had long hair and
1: the super 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 tight Tate leather pants, pants. Yeah.
2: and like big heels yeah yeah How not
1: and makeup a lot of the time and this was kind of the like, same that time was too as queen
2: yeah
3: and i feel like it was the exact same thing like they all kind of got away with this and they were all married well i don't not prince but like elton john and freddie mercury freddie mercury were both married to women in the 70s and i
0: know that this isn't truly the case but i think the difference is that these are all like white passing people yeah yes yeah and Maybe, yep The other... Well, Freddie Mercury was Persian, but... Right, but he's white-passing. Yeah, I he's not... I I understand that he wasn't white, but...
1: Yeah, he was white-passing, for sure. The
0: other artist that I want to bring up is David Bowie. Uh, Uh, David Bowie mm -hmm. released an album, and now I don't remember the name of it, but on the cover of it, he's wearing a dress. And it came out just a couple of years before For You.
1: Yeah, and it's the... Is it The Man Who Sold the World? What? It's, it's the alternate cover. They That's not always the cover of that album. Yep.
0: The Man Who Sold the World. Yeah, yes.
1: Okay. That's not the cover. There's like an alternate cover that is not him in a dress, so.
0: Okay. Well, yes. here's the album yes. cover. But David Bowie was doing gender bendery stuff a few years before Prince started oh releasing albums. Sorry. That's... Yeah. And I want to do an episode on David Bowie because... I think that there's enough material for that, but um,
2: I have never seen David Bowie with bangs like that. Yeah. I think a lot of people,
1: I keep driving this home, but like a lot of people don't, there's another album cover for that. And the one that he, the one where he's in the dress, which is like on the earlier presses is like expensive. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because they're not all... I'm curious to know know more about David
3: Bowie because, like, I know he was married to a woman his whole life. But he seems so queer to me.
0: Yeah, I think he was bi. And he was kind of the picture of queerness throughout the 70s, 80s, 90s. But I think the problem was, like... Well, not a problem, but he was white. And, like, people accepted his, like, oddity and
1: quirks and they're
0: like he's just a quirky guy but there was this tweet that somebody sent out and i know that i sent it to you guys earlier this year after prince died somebody said that prince was the like queer artist that little black kids could look up to where david bowie was the white queer face in the 70s
1: right so there wasn't yeah i mean there's there's a void without that once and he was gone
0: i don't feel like qualified to talk about i don't know queerness and black the new spaces black but
1: queer icons and yeah we don't i mean but
0: i can recognize that that's the case
1: well and i can also recognize that Will nas x and like just being like proudly out and queer and like claiming that space and not even like le- like just like proudly claiming yes. that space like that's a very bold and I'm sure scary in a lot of situations and like hopefully a really good thing for little people to look into. Yeah. too.
2: Well, I know Harry yeah. Styles is like on the cover of magazines yeah. and, and he's like dresses. the, yeah. he's the white face of like some kind American of queer clearness. icon, yeah. except there are people that take exception to what he's doing Sure, as pageantry. Somebody came out and was talking about like all Harry Styles had to do was be a white guy and now he wants to be a queerish white guy like yeah and I've been queer my whole life trying
0: so, to like make yeah. my way is
2: Harry Styles a queer person or
0: does he just wear dresses sometimes
1: I don't I don't know the answer we to that. Is that a different...
3: that no, no, he hasn't no come knows. out he's he dates very high profile actresses yeah so it's hard. There's never been any, like, record of him dating men. I guess it doesn't matter. Just, but I also, mean, I like, know. if you're
1: comfortable enough, like, I, I see that, and I don't want to sound ignorant here, but, like, if you're comfortable enough in your masculinity to, like...
3: It was like, Billy that's... Porter, by the way.
1: Okay. That okay.
3: Interesting. Because isn't he dating Olivia Wilde now? Harry Styles? What? Is he? That's... She left, like, a full-grown man for Harry Styles? She left... <laughs> What's his
0: name? I think
2: he's
3: full grown. It was so, something yeah. Sudeikis. Oh. Jason? Jason Sudeikis. She left him Ew. for Harry Styles. Okay, okay Billy
1: Porter is the guy Pose. who's in that comedy Pose. show with the red-haired lady. No. That's a different okay. person. Okay. That's Billy Eichner. Oh, I'm thinking of Billy Eggner. Yeah. Okay. No, he okay. he's
3: in pose. He's like the leader of, oh, um, of the ballroom
1: okay. competition. Okay. Well, you know what? Super I'm gonna Porter. go ahead and say if Billy Porter says Harry Styles is shit, then I should just believe whatever Billy Porter <laughs> says. So <laughs> I think that's, hard. that's well, that
2: was his point. He's like all he had to do was just be a straight white guy and now he wants to like do this sort invade of, other spaces, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah. And obviously Billy Porter's already
1: been like a pioneer pioneer of like yes wearing
3: gender expression
1: gowns and not yes. yeah but okay.
3: maybe harry styles maybe. feels some like well is on the spectrum tra- on the spectrum of like transness right. or gender
0: Queerness I or queerness in general,
3: yeah, and like and we're who's not to, to say to he's not allowed to like explore that. But and, Just and be- even if he's not
2: exploring that personally, maybe he's exploring that in a role model type role where he has a platform and yes. he's exposing people to things that maybe they would not be exposed to otherwise. Because there For are sure. a lot of pictures of him on stage at his concerts where he's like waving rainbow pride flag right and like so i i'm i'm wondering like how much of it is him trying to take advantage of a platform that he has right like bring people in a little further
1: towards right like acceptance of all with whatever
2: mainstream but artist i can see billy porter's point where it's like you have the cover of a magazine and you're gonna dress up in a dress just to like be edgy
1: right but we don't and know. we've been doing we this know. whole that's culture, hard. like this is like our yes, yeah. I I can see that. I can. Totally I don't see like that.
3: people saying. I don't like that. Feels kind of gatekeepy too. Yeah, like you're not oh, queer yeah. enough to wear a dress. Yes. Like yeah. that's my thing. It's like yeah, everyone well, can't, can't we be all as gay just gay and as queer as they want to be. Yeah, like yeah, that shouldn't take away from yeah. And, and also, Billy can Porter's we strip like...
1: away dresses? From right. women and suits and from men. edgy at all. And if if a straight cis man is gonna wear a dress on a platform for everybody in the world to see, like to me, maybe we're getting a step closer to like, yeah, it's right. okay for everybody to just fucking wear whatever they want.
0: Right? Have we all forgotten about kilts, like? Men have been wearing kilts I for didn't. centuries. I didn't. I graduated
2: from Ben Lomond High that's cool. School. <laughs> but or like the Scots, They're the fighting
0: Scots. But that's been a thing. Like they're like a skirt. There's a flowiness it's about a pleated it. Pleated
1: skirt. Yeah.
0: Cis white males have been wearing them for a very long time, and nobody thinks that they're less than a cis white male, like manly man,
3: for wearing them. Right. Billy Porter, he's definitely done a lot of pioneering, though. Like I know he's worn gowns to award shows and like he, before
1: it was even remotely and acceptable he, in any way, he shape, plays the
3: fairy godmother in the new cinderella oh, on the amazon prime okay watch
1: that just for him
3: i've heard it's terrible but <laughs> sure. it's really fucking cool that they cast him as the fairy godmother we watched him on sunday morning a couple of weeks ago
2: yes
1: you, you made it in time for Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we watched to recording. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, we, uh, we didn't <laughs> make it in time. We okay.
2: record it. We feel extra proud when we wake up early. Well, today, to we,
1: watch it. today we did. Yeah, yes. we were up early. We, we didn't watch early. it, but we had it on. It was
0: on TV. Okay, so the question that you asked me earlier was how did I come to be in my Prince fandom? And, and why you're the
3: perfect host for this episode.
0: I first came into contact with Prince's Music. I think I was probably like 13 and I, I flew up to Portland to spend Christmas with my aunt.
2: And we're talking Oregon? Yes,
0: not, not me. Maine. Maine. <laughs> um, <laughs> the West Coast, Portland. We went out to this like little coffee shop and we had a little dessert and then we ended up at this record store and we were just kind of out, me and my aunt and her roommate.
1: Her roommate, huh? It was her roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Actual roommate. From what I understand, I don't know.
0: (laughs) But we ended up at this record shop, and I was still in the frame of mind of like, I'm going to buy an album that has the explicit little label on it. Because my parents parents. won't let me. Yeah, Somehow I ended up on Prince, and I purchased the album that is the, I think they call it the love sign or the love Mm -hmm. symbol. Mm -hmm. Okay and it's still my favorite album but i had it in my cd player and i would like put on my headphones and listen to it that whole trip that i was up there and it was like snowy and like rainy and i locked myself out of my aunt's house during this vacation and you just still <laughs> in had your walkman so you were
1: just sitting out in the snow listening and to prince's love what a symbol full <laughs>
0: it was <laughs> yeah it was um it was really fun and i just like fully engaged into Prince and up until that point I was a big like Michael Jackson fan so I was into like I don't know the like
3: same vein of pop music
0: yes it's the same vein I also had a habit of going to media play and just buying a bunch of albums whenever I could and there was one album that was like a compilation it's the hits and the b-sides if you ever see that album
1: it's like the black cover with
0: It's like black and kind of like cream or peachy. Yeah,
1: black and tannish. And it's
0: a like triple album. I paid $40 for it. I rated my, I was saving up all my dollars to buy a guitar. And I had like $50 and I came across this album and I spent
1: oh fuck it all i'm not money. getting a guitar i'm gonna get this prince album <laughs>
0: and i just kind of like went off the deep end and i'd go to the library and rent what i could and i'd go buy all these prince albums and like i just i was all about it and it was some some of the music was inappropriate for a 13 14 year old Some we've
3: discussed do you feel like it was your sexual education I way. think
0: it might have been that's an interesting question. Sorry, no, but that's like a question. <laughs> no, I think it might have been. Yeah,
3: I think that we all have that thing that kind of like opened our eyes to like yeah that stage. Sometimes you
1: don't even realize what that was until. Can we asks not? You that that? Yeah, sorry,
3: <laughs> that's inappropriate. But Lindsay's filling out. I it's Scorpio season <laughs> it Scorpio it's Scorpio season. It is Scorpio season, dude. Okay, <laughs> but, so I, what you that can mean? Just say yes or no. Like I have graduated. No.
1: The answer is no.
2: If it's yes or no, it's no. No. Well, Alex <laughs>
1: No, so. we've, we've learned something well, here this today, is, honey.
2: This is Alex's episode. It is no,
3: and you can edit this however you want. Yeah, that's true.
0: But I would say that it was, and like I was learning to be my own person, and it was Prince, and it was Janet Jackson, and it was Madonna, and I. What well,
1: better education could one have? Not bad.
0: I think that's all I needed I mean I don't know yeah
3: that's a great that's great and I associate prince with you now like when I see anything prince or hear prince I'm like oh like Alex yeah this is like Alex's you've
2: bought her some prince
3: gifts yeah yeah we know that Alex is a super fan
2: and I don't even
0: think that I'm a super fan I'm just well when you see (laughs) it like a super super fan yeah
2: yeah, it's kind of hard to compete with that
0: yeah you're
3: like the super fan in our what we know. Orbit. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like
3: you're
2: above average fan.
0: I think I could be. And that's why I really wanted to do an episode or six about Prince because I just feel like he's a very queer guy. There's queer lyrics, there's queer clothing, and.
3: I feel like you, there are super fans who everyone knows. I feel like you kind of keep that on your inner circle and you have to really know you to know you're a super fan. And it's more your breadth of knowledge People about him really. you and the to music.
1: Really know Alex to know anything about Or Alex. listen to her podcast. <laughs> <Or just laughs> but
3: no, I'm saying like, it's not like any person walking down the street just knows you're a Prince fan. But, like, because we know you well and we're your close friends, we know how important that music is to you. It's not just like, yeah. oh, I want to, like, wear this flag.
0: Right. And whenever anyone's like, what kind of music do you like? It's always like, well, I like Prince. And they're like,
3: uh, huh, interesting. What do you feel I like don't know. that says about you to them? I
0: don't think that there are a lot of people, like, in my orbit around here that I speak with or, or see on a day-to-day basis that... Would be like, oh, I love Prince. Like, in the same way.
1: Yeah, that's...
3: Well, and it's probably not what other 13-year-olds were necessarily listening to at the time.
2: I don't think so. I was certainly listening to Michael Jackson. Yeah.
3: But I was not
2: listening to Prince.
1: We're also in Utah, which... Well, Whether any of us want to admit it or not plays a huge factor yes. into what your exposure is. Of course, Michael was Jackson was in the Jackson Five, right? Like, you, there's that a whole was all very up. family friendly, yes. and the whole we all to Michael knew, Jackson, yeah.
3: yeah. And I feel like at 13, I was listening to like Blink 182 and Green Day and. I wasn't listening to Prince and Michael Jackson like that wasn't. Well, I was just like
1: crying listening to Natalie and Brugler torn <laughs> on my bedroom yeah. floor. So, well <laughs> i i had
0: some i had some detours off
1: of Prince,
0: but there's always the true north that I have.
2: I was very in R and B and rap. At
0: that oh yeah, time. you were listening
3: yeah. to TLC and Tupac and yeah. God, we all were on different paths at the time, weren't we? Yeah. I was pretty. I
0: wanted to think
3: <laughs> that I was pretty.
1: I have tough. nothing to say for myself. You were so
2: like, I'm <laughs> What? When did Lenny Kravitz come into the picture for you? Uh, was that around the same
0: just time? Just before that. Yeah. yeah. Just before Prince. It was before that.
1: Yeah. So you were exposed to Lenny before Prince?
0: Yes. Okay. I listened to the Lenny album that I really love. It's called Five number five Mm -hmm. i had rented that from the library and i took it with me on my trip to yellowstone which was in 1998
3: i feel like lenny probably like paved the way for prince for you
0: i think it opened that door yeah for sure
3: yeah i like that album now. it's great it's good
2: just listening to it because of you i love it thinking of you yeah well, I'm I'm gonna say that we're
0: out of time time right now, and
2: we're gonna get back to this. Do we have a, a lot more to say? Local spotlight.
0: Yes, we had something that we wanted to locally spotlight.
1: So we usually do a little boo in the who, and we realize that we have a lot of people that are not here in Ogden, but we have a pressing issue here in Ogden that I feel like. I want to blast out to anybody of our listeners that will listen and this is regarding the Marshall White Center. Um, It is a community recreation facility in the uh, downtown Ogden. I mean yeah it's on the it's on the west side of Washington Boulevard. Forgive me for not knowing but it's in our neighborhood. Just a little backstory like I've I did some work with the diversity commission with Ogden city for a couple of years and have been working really closely with this and following it. And they started a new committee that was like a special city committee, <laughs> not itty bitty titty <laughs> committee, <laughs> but a special mayor ordered committee for the Marshall white center to focus on getting it back up to safety standards where they can get the pool back open and that they can get the building you know just needs some renovations so are they
0: closed right now they're
1: not closed right now but the pool has been closed for I think like six like it's been closed the pool has been closed for years and they're not getting any funding and the entire time I was on the diversity commission for two years I felt like the biggest amount of resource and time we put in was to the Marshall White Center and what's happening with it. And anyway, one of the things that happened with it was there was finally a committee established to survey the community and like really get out there and talk to all the residents that are impacted by that center. And they spent all this time and money and effort putting together this committee, surveying it everybody like over going years? through. Yeah. Go. Going through every neighborhood, knocking doors, like getting the survey results to see who used the facility, who was it benefiting, what communities, what populations, like what is happening here, and got this really great survey. And Ogden City Council is supposed to hear this proposal from the committee for the last three months, and they keep pushing it, and they keep pushing it, and they keep pushing it, and they won't hear it. They won't. They won't make time for the survey. And now, <laughs> so I'm getting so mad just talking about it. I'm sorry. But the city's basically trying to disengage and saying that they didn't get what they wanted from the survey and that they'd like to do a new survey with new people. So, spending more dollars, more hours, and do a new survey to find essentially the same results that they will not take. And it is my belief, and I do not feel that I'm alone, that they really would rather just have the YMCA go up in one of the east side neighborhoods, which is on Ogden's docket right now, to have a YMCA come here. And I I believe wholeheartedly that the city council is wanting to put money into that and let the Marshall White Center... basically yeah go away and i would also like to say that the marshall white center is named after a fallen black ogden police officer so (laughs) there's a lot it's just
0: another level of fucked up yep
1: there's a lot on the table so i i just really want to tell everybody that listens to this like call the mayor's office Call city council. Make your opinion heard that Marshall White Center should be funded 100%.
2: I played recreational basketball at the Marshall White Center. I mean, it was a part of my life when I was young. So
1: It's a great facility, and they don't only offer... It's not only like recreational stuff. They do all kinds of communities. Yes. Like
0: art programs and after-school daycare and stuff yes, like that. Yes, art
1: programs, after-school programs. Um, sports, yeah. Like that makes community me upset. meals. It, it really is a... And I, community hub. Yeah. I feel like... Oh, it just makes me so mad because it's like Ogden City Council is doing an optical illusion right uh-uh. now. I feel like...
3: They're being dishonest. They're
1: being dishonest. I feel like if you set up a committee and say that you want results out of this and you set this up and you allow it to go for two years with people that love this community and that are super invested in it and giving time out of their personal lives to serve voluntarily on this committee and knock doors at any day. And then you just like disregard the entire thing because it didn't It didn't tell you. Oh yeah, we should just shut that down. Nobody cares about it. It's like everybody's like, I'd love to to go. We want,
0: and the committee, city council is just like, well, we would really rather not spend the money. Yeah, we'd rather rather you say
1: you didn't want to go. And that sucks. Yeah. So, and
3: we're not going to name names, but we know people on this committee, and they feel like they've gotten a big old fuck you from the city, and that sucks because they've spent all this time doing this volunteer work. They're not getting paid. And they're just like, cool, I'm glad that I like wasted my life. I'm doing my civic duty, and like it's not what they wanted to hear because it's not benefiting the rich side of town.
0: That sucks so bad. I spent a lot of, like, almost every day my brother and I would walk down to the rec center. I didn't grow up around here, but
1: where I did grow up, my
0: community's rec center, we would go down there almost every day in the summertime and go swimming. And, like, we would buy food and candy and, like, just a whole spend the whole day. smorgasbord of items and somebody was watching us so, like yeah like, you're
1: if you have a double working a space. if you yes. have a double working parent or a single parent or if you like any situation like your kid is going to a community yes. establishment where they're gonna be engaging with other people and they're gonna be
0: well and I think I might have been like maybe 10 years old. My brother would have been like six. So we were left home alone all day and we'd like do our chores and then we'd go down and go swimming all day. Yeah. And like it was kind of a free babysitter situation. They had to pay, you know, my right. Did, they pay your
1: membership or your daily admission fee. Or and whatever. if I
0: And if I just have to pay like an extra $3 in taxes every month so that little kids can have the same opportunity. I will do that like and we there's don't, no problem we at all. don't
1: need a YMCA on the east side of town no. we don't need that the east side of town doesn't need any other fancy but amenities that's... like we have a really great facility but can, right there but Can't can there we also just...
0: not just be both like you can have the rec center and then the YMCA can come in and Use all of their many billions of dollars that they have. Sure,
1: that's fine with me as long as Ogden City isn't putting any money towards it, which they're they're going to put their money there instead of the facility. And that's the thing is like
3: the rich kids on the Upper East Side don't want to take their kids down to downtown Ogden into the quote ghetto. Yeah. Because they'd rather have it come in and serve their population and keep the poor people out of it. Well,
0: and if it was me, like, 25 years ago, my 10 year old self couldn't walk an extra five miles to get to the pool. You know what I mean? I think the pool is like maybe a mile from my mom's house, but like I couldn't imagine walking further than that as a youngster. And you shouldn't expect anyone else to. Like that's just crazy. And that makes me upset.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really. It's felt like a slap in the face and it to me like the biggest thing is it's like, Okay, Ogden City Council, like put your money where your mouth is. You say you say you're diverse and you say you're investing in these other communities. In the community. Like, this isn't just for white people that live on the east side of town like we have to invest in the neighborhoods and the resources of the neighborhoods that don't
2: so what are the actual goings on right now like do we know like when there's some sort of vote or like some sort of like decision to be made or are we
0: calling the mayor's office to like f- try to persuade them to vote on it
3: so today there is a zoom meeting happening which will be too late for our listeners but mm. Um, To get information, there's quite a few people within the community who are giving out information today.
1: Many of which were on the Com- original committee, committee okay. that's being totally disregarded.
3: Tuesday, November 9th, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which also is before the time this is released. Probably. Probably. They're supposed to be doing...
1: That's when it's supposed to be on the agenda. To be
3: heard, but... They're not allowed to receive comments. Right. It's it's and just it's like at three o'clock
1: in the afternoon or when something. No one can fucking there. Yeah. It's like they're trying to slide one over.
3: So who knows? It might be like postponed again, multiple times. We don't know. But there this are no sucks. comments either.
1: There's no public comment w- it, at that meeting. At the three p.m. meeting, which is why, or whatever it is, which is why I'm encouraging. Like, make a ruckus. Make a ruckus.
3: Call. Call Ogden City. Is that email? the end all
2: no. be all? No. It
1: won't be another... the end all be all. It will not be and... the end all be all because this this conversation has been the top priority of everything that I was a part of the entire two years that I was on wow. the diversity that's commission. Insane. And it's
3: they're wasting a lot of and that's, time. And that's that's yeah. what's
1: frustrating. That's what it that is what is so frustrating is it's like you appoint a diversity commission because you want the input and you appoint a point a marshall white center commission because you want them to go out and do the foot traffic and do the work but the problem is if you have all these committees commissions whatever doing this work and they come back and report to you and you don't make a space to listen and actually like grow from that and go forward based on what you learned from these commissions that you appointed why the fuck do you even have a commission
2: (coughs) to me it makes sense like this building's been there for a long time like i said i played rec like city rec basketball and like comp basketball at the marshall white center this was like the basketball place it was a basketball place and it's been there for a long time and you already have the building like the bones are there like why are we Let's
1: invest why, in our community. Yeah, why do we like, need why instead do we of need building to do a something? new facility from some giant ass huge conglomerate, conglomerate. That's been
3: around forever? Like just invest in your own community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: that's the
0: that is the duty of like local government, is it not? Like,
1: that is the duty of local government. Yes. Put money
0: where it helps people and a in community, your community. Rec center. I don't know. People. If you
2: take me to dinner, I might change my mind. Well, I there... know all this about you. <laughs>
3: there are oh uh, of- <laughs> damn so this is the thing too is they've been tabling it and tabling it and tabling it until the election yeah they just wanted to wait yeah. until the election and yeah. then the election sure. results come in and then they're just like fuck oh cool we're all still yeah. in we're the club all right yeah yeah they didn't fuck want that. it to like affect them still being in office but that seems even more shady call those fuckers
1: out every oh, single one of them,
3: them. <sighs> all right thanks for listening thank <laughs> you it. we
0: we've been toasted we've done some roasting and now we're gonna ghost is roasting? that how it yeah we've done some toasting I roasting we and gonna now gonna we're go. gonna <laughs> ghost
1: i'm <laughs> just looking for words that i rhymed. gotta pee again oh my god so, okay um this has been toasted lavender podcast
0: um we're here we're queer and we're always drinking beer we're drinking beer well, check okay. out our
3: patreon yeah, we have Music a Patreon.
1: by Cop Kid.
2: Don't they have something coming out?
1: <gasps> they just released <gasps> us a cover of Lucky by Britney Spears. What? When was that? Like was this, this week. Last week. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Okay. I Barney, thought it was shout they were.
2: Out. I thought they were releasing it next week.
1: No,
3: it's no. out. It's out and it's, and it's dope. good. Oh, okay. It's so relevant too if you're into the free mm-hmm. Britney. Free Brittany.
0: Brittany and she good.
4: good night
1: I is there something I'm missing in my life
4: then?
1: Oh, <laughs> Thank you guys. That was good. <laughs> oh shit.
3: Do you guys know his song Watermelon Sugar? Yes. Do you I know, know what that song's about?
0: Is it about I think so?
3: Love? Lickin' pussy.
0: <gasps> no,
1: it's not. Oh! Lindsay just had to set her glass down. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, it's about This what? is a
0: family show, Lisa. <laughs> no, it's no, not. It's we not. have an explicit no. rating. <laughs> this Maybe. is
1: not a fucking family show.
0: Oh my
4: God.